0: episode of Abiala. I'm Ifunaya, a student just like you, and today our guest instructor is Victor. Victor, no. Oloo Tidi.
1: Ode maa, ge moa akwano?
0: o. you
1: know, inhenilene me nantuge?
0: Ona <laughs> agakwa.
1: Yes, why on why on? you hear not. Oh, nah, Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> so, in one of our previous episodes, we spoke about two forms of to be in Igbo. One, which is used to indicate a kind of categorization, like something is this versus not being that, um, as far as like what it embodies. And another one that's more so about qualifying the category could be a car, but. The car can be qualified as green or blue. Those are qualities of that object. So, Ifunia, can you give me more examples of this?
0: Sure. So, the two to be verbs that we learned are ibu and edi. And an example could be abumwai, using the ibu verb, because woman is a category or classification for who I am or what I am. And an example using ED. So actually, I have a funny story about this. I was talking to one of my friends and I was trying to tell them that like some test was really rough, like really, really rough. <laughs> and so I was like, I'll oh, rough. And my friend quickly corrected me and said that I'll oh, do rough. And it made me think about our episode on Ibu and ED because the test itself is not rough, but it was just like if I wanted to qualify how... <laughs> challenging it was for me i would use um that is what i'm referring to for in terms of that roughness so an example of using properly using ed would be all day rough and our Anglibo.
1: <laughs> exactly exactly that's exactly it today's episode we'll be learning about a another type of to be verb in ibo and i would say for the most part this one is less confusing because we don't have to worry about a category versus a quality but if as far as this one goes it's a much more specific and and it's it's to be more so about being within a place um more so about a person's location okay so for example in english as we've discussed before you see verbs like i am here i am a man i am smart um but in igbo all of those ams they have there are different verbs, and one of the particular one, of those particular ams, the I am here, would not be you would not use bu, you would not use de, but you would instead use a different verb which is no, and that's the verb that we'll be focusing on. So that no means to be at a place.
0: Oh, makes sense. So for what you said, I am here in Igbo, we would, we would just say anomga or anomeba depending on dialects, correct?
1: Yep, correct. And as we've explained with the other verbs, although in Igbo you have to have a context to cipher what you're saying, you don't have to worry about conjugating so much. In other words, to be in English can take the form of am, is, are. With Igbo, that verb that you see is the verb that you will always see. If we're talking about to be in a place, no matter whether or not it's he is, she is, they are, I am, it'll always be no, or Mm no. So very quickly, going through our pronouns, I know I gave the examples in English, but I want to see and I want to hear just like a a compounding from our previous episodes, you taking that knowledge, using those pronouns and using them with no to create, like just do some repetitive recounting.
0: Sure. So using the Eno verb, which is to be at a particular place, if I wanted to like go through our pronouns with it, I would just say anom or um no ino ono for he, she or it, correct?
1: Mhm, exactly. You remembered.
0: <laughs> Ani no for we. Unu for you plural. And
1: awesome that's it so just like that you learn how to use in simple <laughs> it's actually probably going to be one of the simplest things that you may even learn when you're learning Igbo aside from learning how to say ahambo <laughs> 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 but uh, because it's that simple I think it's it's time that we go into some vocabulary using places names Etc. Using inno in order to create those sentences. Okay. because repetition and practice makes perfect. Agreed. So I'll give you some sentences, and you and the audience will process how to say them. You ready?
0: Sure. I am home. Anom no law.
1: Excellent. She is at work.
0: Oh no, noru.
1: good job we are at work
0: i know noru.
1: excellent you you're doing this a little too easy <laughs> <laughs> you are at church which you um we'll just say you singular
0: in Okay, so I don't pronounce this right sometimes. So let me know if I don't say this right. But Inonoka, Oka, Oka. Okay, Oka is it?
1: You caught yourself. Good. Yeah. That's actually that's actually it. Okay. Inonoka. Yes.
0: Inonoka.
1: They are here.
0: Hanonga, or. Someone told me that that's that's my dialect. That it's more proper to say, Hano Eba.
1: I would say it's just as common to hear "Hanunga" as it is to hear "Ano." <laughs> okay. I mean, I might make that argument, but for the most part, as far as general ebo goes, I guess it's more of the standard to use "Eba" than it is to use "Nga." Okay. But both of them are still correct. Awesome. How would you ask someone? Where are you? Ebe Nice. You could also have said no ebe. Oh yeah. Mostly, what I, I was actually kind of curious to see what your answer would be. Mostly because it's a simple sentence that you can make on a day to day, but it's also a sentence that people make as a part of a ritual greeting, e- ebe, ebe is how we say a lot of things and then when we use that ebe and that no, we can actually create easy and very simple sentences ebe eke no, so good job with that
0: so you said it's ino you know, ebe Ino
1: you know, ebe, yes got it. and now let's see, so if for example you are on your way going somewhere and you're driving And someone calls you and says, Ebeke no. So instead instead of you asking where they are, they're asking you, Ebeke no. And you want to say something like, I'm on the road and that I'm coming. How would you say that?
0: I would say, Anom noza
1: Perfect. So just to recap the vocabulary of place words that we just used or nouns that indicate places. In the sentences earlier, we used examples like, I am home, she's at school, you're at church. And some of that vocabulary may not be familiar to everyone, so we're just going to review it now. Sounds good. As far as that, what we have for the first example is, I am home. And, anamnolo is what it was. And the word for that home, the word for home, or the the actual place that we're talking about, is olo. Olo. Nice. And for school that would be ulakukwa.
2: Ulakukwa.
1: hmm And work would be Oro. Aro. Yeah. So to actually be at work is in non. Oro. Church would be Oka. Oka. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And here, well, here is not actually a noun for a place, more so expressing somebody's present location, being near the proximity of whatever it's supposed to be, and that would just simply be ebe. Ebe. But in most instances, when you're making a sentence with that, you in Igbo, we tend to add a to the end of that to indicate this location. And that's how we create the idea of here. Ebe by itself just really just means a location. And eba is how we create this location, which translates to English as here.
2: So, eba, is that correct? Yes. Okay.
1: And... Uzo can mean a number of things, but for the sake of the example that we gave earlier, it's actually specifically to be toward being on the road and being on the way to going from one place to the next. Um, so, is would be quite literally saying, I'm on the road or I'm on the way. So the,
2: voc- the vocabulary word is uzo.
1: Yes, uzo is the vocabulary word. Okay.
2: Did I say it right? Yes, you did. Awesome.
1: All right, so some other vocabulary that are used to describe where something is in relation to something else would be, for example, she is upstairs. Now, could you give me what you think would be the translation for that?
2: Um, I'm familiar with it being kind of synonymous with the person being up. So, ononero.
1: That's good. And you're very correct. We would use that elu to denote someone being a level or two or whatever level is necessary above something. And so, ononelu is a good way of saying she's upstairs. How about he is downstairs?
2: Ononala.
1: Excellent. Ononala. So, with ononala... We are actually... Because the word Allah itself actually means ground. But it's also an expression that we use to say below. So...
2: Doesn't Allah also mean land or earth or like...
1: Ground, land, earth, world. (laughs) Okay. How about it is in front?
2: On, on, nasi.
1: Well... Ezi actually would be outside. It's the word that we use to, to explain an environment or a compound. So ononezi would be to say that he, she, or it is outside. Mm-hmm. As opposed to being in front, which would be ihu. Okay, ihu okay. is what we use to explain being in front because coincidentally, anything that's in front of you is in front of your face. And ihu means face, so ononihu. So ononihu Yes. Okay. So now now that we know the word that we're going to use for front, give me the example of saying, stay in front.
2: Nanihu.
1: There you go. Nice. So yes, nanihu is what we used to say, stay in front. And now we can actually use AZ. They are outside. Can you give me that one? <laughs>
2: Hanonesi.
1: There you go. Hanonihu. <laughs> <laughs> very
2: good, very
1: good. So what about this? It is at the side of you.
2: nakuku. Akuku is side, right? Yes. Okay. Ona na nakuku.
1: Oh, no, nakuku.
2: Nakuku. Actually,
1: you will be the tone. Yes, nakuku will be the tone.
2: Nakuku. Okay. Oh, no, nakuku.
1: Oh, no, nakuku, uh, I
2: don't think I'm getting the tone. Akuku. Ah, Akuku. Ah, no, I just got to practice.
1: Yep, just a little bit of practice. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> and now, we are behind you.
2: Aino nazugi. <laughs>
1: Excellent. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, to recap, we just went over some other vocabulary that we can use when we're talking about positions and places. We went over upstairs, which we used as elu. It technically means above, but we're using it for the place of upstairs for now. Elu. Elu. And for downstairs, we used Allah.
2: Which you said can mean below, correct?
1: Yes, either ground, floor, or below.
2: Okay, so it's Allah.
1: Yes, exactly. And in front, for in front, we used Ihu. Ihu. Mm hmm. And for outside, outside was the az. Nice.
2: Wait, I have a question. What's mm-hmm. the difference between pronunciation of that and pig and evil?
1: Well, in general, the difference is mostly tone. Okay. Izzy is how we would use is how we would pronounce it for outside. hmm Izzy is how the tone will f- go for the word for pig. Okay. So you use Izzy versus Izzy.
2: Okay. Okay. Good?
1: The distinction is kind of uh, very, very difficult to make out.
2: Truly. It'll have to mm-hmm. be in one of the tonal lessons.
1: It'll probably be more present if you hear it in the sentence. For example, mm, Okay, yeah, I heard it more there.
2: Good point.
1: So our next word would be the side, as in the sides of you. And that one was akoko. Excellent. And for behind, ainonazugi. <laughs> ainonazugi. Yes. So then, the word itself is azu. Azu. Now, it's not to be confused with the word for fish, which is azu. So I know that when we're learning. It's it's easy for us to forget tone because we're so used to trying to pronounce the actual word mm-hmm. and we may actually flip the tones. But we should remember behind is azul and fish is azul.
2: Okay, so behind or back, correct? Yes. Is Azul. Exactly. And then fish is Azul. Azul. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So, I actually have a question for you about this whole Enaw stuff. I like called home to my grandmother the other day and I asked her if my niece was there. And I said to her, just because this is a phrase that I've just learned and like heard people saying, I was like, I do go on, yeah. Is that the same ena that I use to say, like, is she there? Is she in?
1: Short answer is yes. Okay. It is the same ino. The long answer is that with Ibo, that verb ino actually has three different usages. Oh, no. But they all are kind of related.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: They're kind of related in the idea. The idea behind it is something being somewhere. Okay. Location-wise. So the first usage is what we're, what we're very much used to hearing. no, noche. On a, on a school, on a That's, that one is a very easy use to understand. So, hey, where is it with its, with its location? But this episode, we're just going to focus on the understanding of no as in to be at a place. And just as a side note, this speaks to the diversity, or at least the fluidity of ibo. Where certain words, certain verbs, I mean, or actually a lot of verbs, are so complex and so fluid that they can be used for colloquialisms and euphemisms. And one of the most common ones with all is when people say "onoya," oh yeah? And "onoya" oh yeah? could be used to either say, is he or she or it there? And sometimes it also uses a euphemism to say, to ask if someone is still alive.
2: So that makes sense. Almost like if somebody was coming to you and they're like, oh, papagi onya," yeah? like, or papagi Odindu. dindu. It's that same type of... Argument. Your
1: father, is he alive? Mm, yep, that same sort of euphemism, same sort of almost politeness in the way of asking something, mm-hmm. but using eno. Oh, interesting. And so for our last exercise, we're actually going to bring it all back together. Um, in the episode before, we went over the two forms of to be, which are categorizing something and qualifying something. And now we've gone over to be as in identifying something with regards to its location. So we're going to go through an exercise that just puts that all back together so we can have a more holistic understanding of how to use these different two Bs in Igbo. Sounds good. So I'll give you a few sentences in English, and you and the audience can figure out how to translate that and say it properly in Igbo, considering all the two Bs that we have so far learned.
2: Okay, sounds good.
1: So, the first one I'll go with is, where are you? A nice. How about, I am tall? logo.: Nice. And, I am a wealthy individual.
2: Whew. So I I believe the verb we'd use with this one is bull. so abum, but I don't know how to say wealthy individual.
1: In fact, you're actually very correct that it would be bull because we're not qualifying anything as opposed to saying that it's a category of being something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that category of being something is a wealthy individual. In Ibo, that word is actually garanya. So Ogaranya.
2: Oh like that. It's a band song.
1: Yes, that that, that Igwe song from by the band. sinama <laughs> yeah. Ogaranya.
2: Yeah. I can never get it. Maybe I'll I'll work on that now. So <laughs> say it again. Ogaranya. Ogaranya. So Abum Ogaranya.
1: Abum Abumogaranya.
2: Abum Ogaranya. Abum, There
1: you go. Okay. And for the last example in this exercise, how about stay at one place?
2: No, Fuebe.
1: Exactly. No, Fuebe. Good job.
2: Awesome. I do have a question. Mhm. And where am I Juju. <laughs> so, one thing that I know that I've heard always grown up probably being yelled at is like what our mom is like, "No do, no." <laughs> or "No <"Naw>, why you." <laughs> Are those all still the same "no"? And so does "no" also mean to sit because I know "no do" means was sit like to sit.
1: Yes, they are all the same no, actually, because the root of that word in Igbo is actually to say, it's actually to talk about performing an action in a particular location. Mm-hmm. So whether it is to be at a point or to stay at a point, that no is what we would use. So with, from that no, we have things like no do, sit, no um, Stay still. Or just simply no. Stay. Mm-hmm. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> um, but that is they're all they're all connected. They're all related. It, at the root of it, they're all the same, no. It's just the way we apply the sentences and the way they translate to English kind of makes them seem different.
2: Very cool.
1: So one last thing before we go ahead and end this episode and something that we can probably take away. It'll be something that you can really use to impress people, impress your mom, impress your dad, and impress your elders. Mm-hmm. You know, And we, it's a good segue for this inno that we're talking about. There's a proverb in Igbo where we say, Agua non acreka. And the, when we use that proverb, it's actually to say that there's trouble brewing. <laughs> there's something happening. And what it literally means is that a snake is at the location of the akrika. And the akrika is really just the tach roof that we use to put over our houses in traditional Igbo architecture. So whenever, the way that that proverb actually comes about, when the snake gets into that tach roof, there's really nothing more left to do than to burn the house down for the most part. <laughs> what? So <laughs> you're laughing, but I mean... There's really nothing much left to do because once the snake is there you it's kind of hard to find the snake, so you're kind of left with no option than to burn the attached roof mm-hmm. and so when we, that's how the problem came about by the time things get to that point, by the time agua norica, things are already so troublesome that you have to take dire measures in order to make sure everything's good
2: wow, interesting, so okay, so, yeah. it's can you say it so I'll repeat you
1: agua norica.
2: Aguo no nagerika.
1: Wait. Aguo no nagirika. Aguo no na. Well, you could say the general Igbo term would be ak- akreka, akreka. With a K. Yes. Okay.
2: So, aguo, aguo no nagirika.
1: No na. Yes, exactly.
2: I can use it if there's trouble and I want to tell somebody
1: that. Yeah, if you want to tell somebody that you need to start making moves now, because <laughs> because things just got real.
2: <laughs> True. Okay. So we can I can use that to denote trouble, like something is not right.
1: More than just something that's not right. It's more like something might possibly have gone past the edge of no return. Mm. I see. All right. So to recap it all and to bring it all home, bring it all down to a close. We added our we added to our knowledge of to be in Ibo by adding on top of the Ibo and ede by and adding ino on top of that in order to get these three types of to be, which will help us make a, a large variety of sentences in Ibo. And with that we also included or we added vocabulary along with that, we added vocabularies for home. Holo, We added the word for school, ulakukwa, the word for work, oro, church, oka, front, ihu, downstairs, ala, upstairs, elu, road, uzo, here, eba, outside, ezi, and behind. Azo.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much for your time and all that you taught us today.
1: It's no problem. Glad to be here. <laughs>
2: so that concludes our episode on Eno and place vocabulary in Igbo. I definitely encourage you guys to, as you go to different places, try and think of how you would say where you are. So if you're going to school, think about how you would say that in your head or if you're going to the store or any other place and to keep repeating the vocabulary words because repetition is very, very important to really get things to stick. On top of that, I would encourage you guys to also think about how you would Formulate sentences that in English use the to be verb, but an Ibo might use either Ibu Idi or Eno. As our Igbo people say, Ebo zihenku ihao zonon nakukuya. Till next time di